calling all my footy fans from all around the globe. Straight out of NYC, this is The Line Breaker. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to The Line Breaker. My name is Pano. I'm Dimitri, a.k.a. Juicy. And we are coming at you remote. We are not in person. I am speaking to Dimitri over the computer right now, so apologies if the audio quality has uh, gone down a notch. But, you know, we are doing this remote, but we could not skip a week of Champions League because there were some huge results this week, game week two. We wanted to talk about them. We wanted to bring them to you. So... Yeah, I mean, I know Dimitri was very excited after this Champions League week, uh, Barca being 2-0 again. Um, just before we get into to everything, how about you give me some opening thoughts on uh, on game week two of the Champions League, Dimitri? Shouldn't bounce around here. Um, Valverde sent a um, soccer ball to space. I don't know if you got to see the last goal in the Madrid-Napoli game. I think the ball broke the uh, crossbar. It also might have broke uh what was it Merritt's head was, it, was that the goalie yeah he might be concussed but that's a whole different story you wouldn't have to worry about that right now um onana is terrible 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 pass results in a casemiro red card and a penalty despite galatasaray missing the penalty they're playing a man up the rest of the game and they end up scoring the game winner union berlin not a great showing at home kind of choked that away in front of the 70,000 crowd, although it wasn't their home stadium. And I think the biggest storyline is Mbappe not showing up and Newcastle running rampant. That's got to be the result of the game week. Um, I don't think anyone saw that one coming. And uh, certainly our, uh, our predictions definitely did not see that one coming as well. So silence, dead silence, because Juicy's still thinking about Barcelona and how they got away with another, you know, questionable uh, refereeing job during their game. Before we get into the individual games and going in depth, do you want to give us an update in your power rankings, Bono's power rankings? Um, Pano's power rankings. I don't even know what that is. Who's her? You ever heard of Pano's power rankings? I'm just uh, circle kidding. back to episode one of the Listen, the, the most anticipated thing of, of this game week, obviously, was Pano's power rankings. Let me tell you. Okay. So this is what we got going on. As as we said, or or as we said, Pano's power picks. But it's gonna be my top five power rankings. We have had some movement this week. That's for sure. Now Just to recap last week, my power rankings were as follows. Number one, Barcelona. Number two, Bayern Munich. Number three, Arsenal. Number four, Manchester City. And number five, Real Madrid. Now, Dimitri questioned me at every turn. Why did I not put Paris Saint-Germain in my top five in place of Real Madrid? And you know what? I am vindicated this week. I am vindicated. And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep that going. Very happy with that. Um, now, shall I start from number five? Start from number five. 
All right. So this one's going to be controversial, but, and actually, this is my power rankings, just, you know, based on my, what my opinion of them is, but it's, it's also mainly on how, how they're performing right now. And right now they are first place in their group with four points. And that is Newcastle United. They have shocked everyone. They, they, they didn't defeat PSG. They annihilated PSG. I mean, I think annihilation is a pretty fair word for what they did, right? Yeah, it wasn't even close. PSG did not come to play. PSG didn't come to play, and Newcastle came to absolutely demolish them. They outran them, they outworked them, and they they outfinished them. So Newcastle United is now first place in a group that has you know some some pretty decent european pedigree not that psg has very much european pedigree but they definitely have a reputation followed by milan and borussia dortmund both of the two clubs that i mentioned milan and dortmund have won the champions league before so um there's a, a lot of pedigree in there now newcastle united although i did pick them to finish last hey they're in first place right now so fair play they're gonna be my fifth place team on my power rankings now Number four is going to be Manchester City. They continue, they're cruising, and, you know, so far so good for uh, for Man City. They're looking good. Uh, I'm liking how it's going. Now, I know that this could be a little controversial because you could argue maybe that Manchester City have been a little bit more comfortable than another team that I'm going to mention that's going to be above them. But at the same time, Manchester City have a much easier group, in my opinion, than the team that I'm going to mention after them. But again, smooth sailing for Manchester City. They've outscored their opponents 6-2 to two in these games. And right now, I'm just, I'm not really sure what we're going to get from this Manchester City team in terms of um, output during the group stages. Obviously, they looked good. Another 3-1 comfortable win. But I just think, you know, they they have an extremely easy group. And my fourth and third place choices are purely based on the the difficulty of the group. What's that? Carry on. Okay. This guy's just interrupting me. It's crazy. All right. So. I'm going to throw you off. My third place pick they are moving up they have actually moved up to is real madrid and i'm going to give you reasons as to why i'm putting them above manchester city real madrid two wins again they scrape through a win against berlin and they scrape through a win against napoli but in my opinion overall i think they have a tougher group i think that they have tougher opponents i think braga has proved to be a very difficult opponent as union berlin have have been able to uh to attest to so i think you know once they face braga that's also going to be a tough test for them but that's another test that i think they should be able to dispatch they should be able to dispatch braga um you know jude bellingham is is ridiculous as you mentioned before uh valverde was uh that that, that shot was sick tell me not yep and i i thought he broke the crossbar but it, it was a straight up missile he broke Merritt's head instead um, after it ricocheted off the crossbar onto Merritt's head and then into the goal. That was ridiculous. Um, and again, overall, two wins on the bounce for Real Madrid. It's looking good for them. 
Now, this is where we're going to get a little controversial here, but I'm going to go for it anyway. My pick now for second place is going to be FC Barcelona. I'm only dropping them because I don't think that they performed very well against um, Porto, and I think that they were a little lucky you know, with some favorable calls towards them to, to win that game. So even though Barcelona is, again, uh, <clears throat> in the lead, they've won comfortably again. They've outscored their opponents six goals to zero. They have zero goals again so far. I think they're dropping again purely based on level of opponent, although Porto is a, you know, obviously a good team, and you could argue Porto is definitely a better team than Copenhagen. I think overall, Barcelona... They uh they got away with this one a little bit. I wasn't too crazy about their performance this week. So I'm putting Barcelona at second. Number one, and who I think is going to win the Champions League still, especially in if if they do get a midfielder in January, is Bayern Munich. Another win for Bayern Munich. They are now two wins on the bounce again with Galatasaray to face next. And I believe that they will dispatch Galatasaray very easily. Um Bayern Munich are looking good, outscoring their opponents six goals to four, so a little leaky defense from Thomas Tuchel. But listen, with Harry Kane, you can do anything. So that, that rounds out my top five. We go Bayern Munich first, Barcelona second, Real Madrid third, Manchester City fourth, and we got the big boys, Newcastle United in fifth. Arsenal dropping out of the top five after they capitulated and lost to Lens. So, yeah, that, that's what we're going for. What do you think? Like I kind of like it. I think uh, the only adjustment I would make is I would drop Barca to three and have Madrid go two. You think so? And you wouldn't you wouldn't raise City up? Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't raise City up quite yet. Um, but I do think Madrid has faced better competition. And at the end of the day, they got the results that were needed. They played Union Berlin the first game, although they won it late, and then beat Napoli in Italy. Now, you know, I like that we have our our picks, you know, our Pano's, you know, power picks. I think we need to introduce a new a new segment to the show. You you think you think I know what I'm gonna say? I have no idea where you're going with this. I think that we should introduce not our power picks, but our piss picks. No, I'm just kidding. We shouldn't call it that. Definitely should not call it that. Our our bottom five teams, or I would say our five low performers of the group stage so far. What do you think about that? We could do something like that, but um, seems it seems I already have a, a couple on my mind. I already have a couple on my mind, too. How about this? We don't have to do it for this week. We could do it when we do the preview for the next game week, because I want to do a preview for the next game week. We could do it then. You know, I'm going to let this one marinate in your head right now. By the way, guys, we're doing this completely off, off the cuff. This was not planned, this part. We haven't even spoken about it before, but... It, you know, I'm looking at these standings and I'm just thinking, whew, 
they are some underperformers in here. You know what? How about we go through some underperformers right now? Manchester we, we United. Go, we can go through that, but I want to. I, I know you said that you're going to enjoy the Champions League a lot more in European football in general, but especially the Champions League since, since Chelsea isn't in. And you told me before the competition started, you had a team that you were rooting for, but weren't too big on. But if you had to pick one, you like this team. Can you talk to us about your favorite team from Switzerland? They had a draw this week in Serbia. How do you think they they did? Do you um, still think that are you still rooting for them? I'm I'm not a fan of of the Swiss team young boys. That's that's false. They're in a Europa League spot right now. <sighs> and I mean, I see no reason why they can't go through, but they're they're tied with with Red Star right now. Yeah, they are tied with Red Star, so there's there's no guarantee. And Red Star looked pretty commanding in the beginning of that match. I mean, you were able to watch most of that game, right? Or some of it on um on wait, what is it called again? Uh Paramount Plus. I, I didn't, the Golasso show. Yeah, but I didn't watch it like completely. It was just the highlights. Yeah, you saw the Golasso show, which by the way, red zone for soccer for Champions League, amazing invention. Whoever created that should have gotten 10 promotions since um amazing invention yeah i mean well look i don't think young boys i still think that they finished last i'm pretty sure i picked them to finish last didn't i i think we both did i think we both did i'll tell you one team that i definitely did not pick to finish last and that is last place union berlin oh and two right now they were up two nothing against braga correct union berlin was up two nothing choked it away and then i believe the winner was a screamer in the 94th minute i want to say 94th. sorry the, the the winner wasn't a screamer but one of the braga goals was a screamer it was it was the last minute of stoppage time when they conceded the winner i don't know that's that's bad that's bad actually <laughs> that's so bad yeah that's yeah. heartbreaking Heartbreaking for them. I was really rooting for them to to pull. Now again, it's not the end of the world. They can still, in theory, finish first. Honestly, they could. I think they could finish first. In theory, I mean, anyone after two games could finish first. In theory, but um, it's not looking too good for Union Berlin right now, especially considering those were their easier. Well, Braga was supposed to be the easiest game that they had, so not looking too good right now. Another yeah. underperformer. They no, go ahead. They conceded a goal late match day one and a goal late now in match day two just to take no points away from it. It's, it's very heartbreaking. Speaking of no points, seems like there's no points on the red side of Manchester. Yep, <laughs> that, that team might be the worst team in the Champions League right now. You think so? The biggest underperformers... It is a mess. Oh, and and you know, you know, it's somewhere is a mess when Juicy calls them a mess. That's like his favorite thing. If if you're if you're on Juicy's mess list, oof, it's not looking good for you. That should be a thing. Juicy's mess list. It's oof. I yeah. mean, even aside from Oilin, they looked terrible. Terrible. Rashford doing nothing. Or he got the assist, right? They 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 should call back the hair because Onana is, ah, oh, 
He is terrible. Honestly, I'm I'm not even too like I'm not too upset about the chip from um from Icardi because I feel like it was almost so like weird and strange that it threw him off. Um, I'll like I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there. But the other goals, I just I don't know. And and Icardi missed a penalty, so this could have been worse. Oh, never mind the fact that Casemiro got a second yellow. This was a mess all around. It was a bad pass, a bad giveaway from Onana, led to a terrible tackle from behind from Casemiro. Gets the red. They missed the penalty, but Manu is still a man down, and they ultimately concede the third goal. Also, Amrabat keeping a uh, Icardi onside for the winning goal was pretty bad. I mean, he, he's the best left back in the world, no? Amrabat. Yeah. I'm still so shocked that that's where he's playing. Um, look, he was he was good in the World Cup, right? We enjoyed him in the World Cup, but this is a totally different animal, obviously. They and they weren't even in Turkey; they were at Old Trafford. It's oof. Okay. It does not look good for them. Yeah, so Manchester United are in bad shape. But again, as we said, anything could happen. It's too early, and I would not be surprised because. Manchester City are on my list of like, are not City United are on my list of teams who like always seem to like just get lucky and just like find their way through or pick up momentum at the right time and like kind of just skate by. So I could still see them going through and finishing second after this and just going to like run of games and then it's oh Ten Hag is a genius blah 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 and then we move on and then we rinse and repeat. So I wouldn't even be surprised if they start picking up points and then they start doing well again. But they definitely don't deserve it. That's for sure. They were terrible. But speaking of another terrible result for a team, <laughs> and another result that finished three two, your boys, the Royal Anteaters, they also oh, gave up a two. <laughs> they gave up a two goal lead to Shakhtar Donetsk. A two-goal lead. They're up 2-0 and lost 3-2 to Shakhtar. Absolute shambles. Losing to a team who don't play anywhere near their home stadium. It's a skeleton squad at this point now. Um, it's, it's that That's another result that really caught my eye. The Royal Anteaters being did, down did they, did they miss a penalty at the very end of the game to tie? Um, they. I believe they missed the penalty at the very end of the game. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure to, to come out with a point in the game. They, so... they might have. Oh yes, you're right. Oh my god, I. Yes. Um. What's his face? Uh. Spurs. Um. <laughs> Bertongen. No. Bertongen. Oh, Alderweireld. I'm sorry. Toby, yeah. Toby, Toby Alderweireld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How good? I don't even know why I forgot that. Yeah, he, that's that's absolutely right. Of course, you can't you can't take the the Spurs out of the boy. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you picked Bayern to win the Champions League? That is that is because they they took the boy out of Spurs. <laughs> it's it's not it's not looking too good, bro. But yeah, but going back, I mean, blowing a two goal lead giving up three and then missing a penalty to kind of save grace 
Oh, ter- that's gut wrenching. Now they play um Porto next. You know, you know what else is gut wrenching? Your 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 favorite team losing uh losing this game week. My favorite team. Mm-hmm. Who's that? They worried about the wrong fifteenth place team. <laughs> Who's that? The mighty Arsenal. That's not my team. That is that you're a closet Arsenal fan. No. Closet Arsenal fan. Absolutely not. Yup. After after going up very quickly, after going up very quickly, one nil in the 14th minute, courtesy of a Gabriel Jesus goal, Arsenal proceeded to lose against RC Long, aka Lens, aka the camera lenses. Ah, what are we gonna say about Arsenal? It's hates the reason why they dropped out of my top five, right? They they could not handle the pressure of the Champions League. Okay, this yeah. is this. Saka came off the game, came out of the game with a knock. That isn't that isn't great for the squad. And um, two different teams from match day one to match day two. They were kind of looking like the um team in white from London that isn't in the competition. The team in white from London, who could that be? You mean the team that isn't in any European competition? <laughs> yes. Yes, it's not looking it's it's not looking good for the mighty Arsenal, but I'm sure that they'll bounce back. Not a good result for them. A little bit embarrassing, uh, especially considering who scored the second goal of the game. Uh, and Eli Wahi, Dimitri and I know a bit about him, and uh, yeah, so not a great result for Arsenal. So it was not all smooth sailing, roses, and all this stuff. But you know what's one game that we really haven't expanded on the most? And I want to hear your thoughts on it because I know you got a chance to really watch it. That's Newcastle United versus PSG. I know that we spoke a little bit about it in my power rankings, but you know we just gave you a gist of what was an absolute demolition of the Parisians by Newcastle United, basically Champions League newcomers at this point because it's been 20 years since they've been in the Champions League. Newcastle United. What you think of this game? Yeah, PSG did not look up for it. Mbappe seemed lost. Wasn't getting any help from Dembele, but we we knew what to expect from Dembele in big Champions League matches. We we saw him at his time with Barcelona. <clears throat> Alexander Isaac showing up, performing that whole Newcastle team. Trippier was up for it. He did get that Mbappe jersey for his son after the game. I did see that. But, I mean, that might have been the only highlight involving PSG because they got run off the pitch. And St. James's Park was bumping. The atmosphere might be the best atmosphere in an English in a English stadium in the Champions League. Um, Out of this world. Imagine being Miguel Almiron going from MLS to scoring in the Champions League against PSG. I mean, how must he feel? It's pretty crazy. It's actually pretty crazy. Guy scored in the Champions League. Of course, my boy Bruno with an assist, you know, Bruno Guimaraes. Man of the match performance. I mean, FootMob has him at an 8.5 right here. Seemed like he was balling out. I can't believe it. A long staff. Shar, Burn. 
it's these are not the kind of names that you'd be expecting to to be scoring on Champions League nights, especially when you look at the other side, when you have guys like Marquinhos, Donnarumma, who we know is Fraudaruma at this point because he's a fraud. Hakimi. Um, we have Hernandez, Mbappe, Dembele, and we got some, you know, some new World Cup, uh, some World Cup. What's the word that I could put it on? Put give them, you know. Guys from the World Cup who really got uh, hyped up, Gonzalo Ramos and uh and Randall Colomuani, both those guys nowhere to be found. I don't know. Seems like maybe they're a little bit a uh, a little bit hyped, or more hyped than they should be. Yeah, it's a, it's also the second big result in the Champions League for Newcastle. Although they didn't look convincing match day one, they were able to get a result in Italy against AC Milan and. At home, they took care of business and crushed PSG. They take care of business at home and are able to scrape results away. I could see them staying atop the the group. There's no reason why they can't. They're in the driver's seat now, right? I mean, they, they, they have four points. Four points, and next up is uh, Dortmund. Probably, like, on paper, the easiest of the other three, the three competitors that they have. No way. But there really is no e- easy... No, there's no way Dortmund is easier than Milan. I, I would say they are. You think so? I don't agree with that. No way. Well, we'll uh, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on that one. Um, other than that, when it comes to the results, you know, obviously there were results like Sociedad winning against a very young, hungry Salzburg team. That was a good result, of course, and. I mean, at the end of the day, you're you're looking at all these results and what you're taking from it is everyone is just about where we'd expect them aside from Manchester United and PSG, right? Basically, everyone else is right where we'd expect them. Like, I mean, I didn't think Arsenal was going to walk this group, even though actually maybe I did. I might have said they're going to walk this group, right? Everyone, everyone is where they, they should be. I mean, Sevilla isn't third. So we, we <laughs> see what they're doing. <laughs> I see what they're doing there. <laughs> it's going all right to plan for Sevilla. Now, what a, <laughs> what a story it would be for Lens to get through in this group I've, after being 15th right now in League 1. That'd be very interesting. That's a storyline to keep, keep track of, uh, to keep an eye on. Another story to keep an eye on is Benfica in last place in their group with Sociedad in first Inter in second, but Inter only in second on goal differential. So, you know, other than that, like this Champions League, although interesting, has been going just about how it should be, how we'd expect it. But hey, look, there's plenty more to come. We're very excited for it. We just wanted to give you guys a quick little recap of this week's game week two results um dimitri again very upset about his team arsenal losing 2-1 um and i guess he's a little happy about his second team barcelona also coming out with a 1-0 win but other than that i mean i'm just sitting back relaxing and enjoying the show the golasso show listen i might be upset but you know your team only has one point through two games so let's leave it at that i still don't know who my team is the team from Switzerland, you know. Stop playing them down. That's not my team. Yeah, okay. Okay, enough, enough. 
that's not the team that that I support in in this is uh Bayern Munich. They're gonna they're oh, gonna win. Fire. They're gonna win the Champions League. Why? Why? Of course. <laughs> my boy Thomas runner. Tuchel. My boy Thomas Tuchel. He's he's gonna he's gonna take Bayern to the promised land again. We shall see. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, any other closing thoughts for you? Um, no closing thoughts for me, but an interesting match day two. That's for sure. Well, thank you guys for joining us for this match day two recap or match week two or game week two recap of the Champions League. We are going to bring you a preview. And I would say in about a few days, we're going to bring a preview. No, actually, we don't have to. Not yet. We'll bring a preview soon for game week three. We have an international break now, so that's going to suck. But so we're going to take that time to try to pump out some more content for you. Um, Other than that, my name is Pano. I'm Dimitri, a.k.a. Juicy. And we're out of here.